0: Welcome to Mormon Book Reviews, where an evangelical encounters the restoration. I am your host, Stephen Pinecker. And just a real quick thing I want to remind everybody. I got a Patreon page, and for those of you who would like to financially support this channel, I would like for you to consider doing that. Also, my uh, assistant, or now producer, Anthony, is working on getting <laughs> all of my stuff put on all the major podcast platforms as well. So i am just also remind you to like and subscribe. So either way, I have couple homies here, a couple buds who are doing me a real solid by coming on at the last minute. And the theme of this episode is Three Evangelicals Visit a Church of Jesus Christ. This Saturday night in just north of Tampa, I took two of my friends to visit this church. Um, And it's called the Church of Jesus Christ. And I've been there three times now, one time with my mother. And uh, I've been really blessed by this particular church and congregation. So they had a special preaching service where about twenty of their evangelists attended, and about a half dozen of them spoke. And I thought this would be an interesting opportunity to take some Christians and say, "Okay, guys, you give me your impressions of what you think uh, you think of this church service because it's it's different." And uh, so, first of all, I just want to introduce Tom. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you so much. And Eddie, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. So, uh, <clears throat> Saturday night we're heading out to this church service and you guys really didn't know, you knew a couple things. First of all, that they use the Book of Mormon. And I want to share with folks, this is a really cool Book of Mormon. It's leather bound, uh, with the helps tabs in here as well. And this was given to me by Evangelist Josh Gailey. And it's a really beautiful Book of Mormon because what I love about it is that it actually has all the words of Christ in red. And so, uh, and you can see there's a lot of Jesus in this book, which is another thing I like about
1: it as well. But they use a the Book of Mormon, guys. What do you think about that? Well, you always have some preconceived notions, uh, just from my background, <coughs> that, um, uh, that I try to go into without any, uh, try to lay those prejudices aside. But that's just something that you're kind of indoctrinated with as you're growing up in an evangelical church. So, and it was a very surprising um, revelation to me about uh, just to go in and see their service and how it was conducted. And I didn't see a whole lot that I could disagree with or that I wouldn't maybe find in an evangelical church that I was accustomed to attending.
0: Oh, interesting. Tom, what about you? What do you think?
2: Well, I've never read the Book of Mormon, but I've... uh, thoroughly indoctrinated with uh, the Bible. I've uh, been a Christian for umpteen years. I accepted the Lord when I was 23. And prior to that, I had no church upbringing. I was uh, pretty much a heathen. So when I come to the Lord, that was this huge thing in my life. And it changed my, my whole perspective on life. So I've been faithfully following Christ up Till now and plan on until I get into eternity. So to come across a group of people that were so enthusiastic about about Jesus, uh, actually there's few Christian churches that I've attended that that were people were so excited, they. They thoroughly, every word they expressed was just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And it, it took me back a little bit because I, I really didn't
0: expect that. So I, I was thoroughly surprised. So would you say at the age of 23, you were born again? <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. And yep. What does yeah. it mean to be born again?
2: Well, to change everything I thought about God and um, evolution, uh, you know, I was I was pretty well normally raised in the in a in a school that taught me that evolution was where life came from, and uh, I put all of my thoughts and my direction in life on that, and uh, I didn't even know God existed. So when I was explained who God was, uh, it was it was new thinking to me but I knew that I needed something other than what I had at that time because what I had accumulated up to that time wasn't working for me. I was on the verge of a divorce and I was telling Steve just recently um, that um, it was a chaotic way to live but uh, I was like everybody else, that's in the world. Uh, we were enjoying what was available to us, and we thought that was what life was all about. Hmm. So to accept God, I had to start from ground zero. Uh, and there's lots of stories I can well, tell about that. But <laughs> well,
0: uh, you know, Eddie, why don't you lean forward a little bit? Just make sure we get you in the in the microphone here. So, Eddie, one of the things you said you said it was kind of like a revelation and uh, come into this service. And now, it was an interesting thing, because both of you took note of something I talked about in Daniel 9, where they were talking about in order to receive a revelation, you need to reveal yourself to God, which you both thought was an interesting theme.
1: Maybe talk a little bit about that. Uh, that was just uh, an expression that I wasn't familiar with, and um, so I'm still mulling it about in my in my own mind uh, as, as to what the meaning of that was, at least for them. And... Um, I, I think probably the most endearing thing that I found in that Church of Believers is the preeminence of Christ in all things and it was the preeminence in their service through, throughout so I was um they did have references to the Book of Mormon obviously they're the I think the, the it's not the not the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints but the Church of Jesus Christ, have I got that correct? That's what they call it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So as I said, I had some prejudices <laughs> just because of my um, background and uh, things that I had heard along my uh, journey with Jesus, but it was, um, it was quite revealing. It was quite a revelation to see the spirit of the living God uh, moving amongst them. Oh, I just want to say,
0: uh, first of all, we're having a little road work here. They're putting in new roads in our uh, mobile home park. So if there's a little background noise, just bear with us. This is a last-minute thing. So, um, you know, I uh, one of the things that I've told people about this church is that they're a singing church. They love to sing. And one of the coolest things, and, of course, I've had Becky Tarbuck on, whose mother, Arlene Buffington, uh, supernaturally received these hymns. Uh, so I'd recommend that you check out that video. Um Just talk to me a little bit about. Not only did they sing from the songs of Zion, but they also sang from uh, their own hymnal, as well as uh, the one of the apostles' wives, a wife, (laughs) uh, um, (laughs) sang a song uh, by Andre Crouch. So a Christian contemporary song was also sung at this. So maybe talk to me a little bit about how you uh, enjoyed their worship style and music.
1: I I found it to be. This is just from my own background. It would, it would be similar to going maybe to a mainline denominational church. Mm-hmm. But you did see the, the gifts of the Spirit yeah. operating in that uh, group of believers. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so there, was, there was obviously a knowledge amongst those people that, were, that I came in contact with and spoke to of, I mean, they had a real strong biblical background. Mm-hmm. And I mean the Bible that I uh, am familiar with. I'm not familiar with the Book of Mormon, so that's kind of an area where I, I would have to really look at it. Sure. But I was always reminded of the Book of Acts, mm-hmm. and uh, Peter was called to Cornelius' house, and he said once he saw the gifts of the Spirit operating um, through Cornelius' household, he could not deny that God had come and visited them. Mm-hmm. And so I cannot deny that God has visited these people and is, uh, that they know God.
0: Wow. Well, that's an uh, interesting observation. Them. What do you think, Tom?
2: Well, I like to sing. Uh, and early on, uh, I learned that worship is a avenue or is the avenue to get close to God. And that is a primary teaching in the Christian church. So most services have singing in them but you've got to look at the depth of the singing and I think that this group of people they they were listening or they were looking at the words as they were singing them and their hearts were in tune with the uh, with the words so they were using the same format as we do to get to the heart of God and I was a
0: part of it so I, I can't deny that So this is very interesting stuff, folks, and uh, I'm so glad that I had the privilege to share this church. My mother uh, went to the church service a couple months ago, and she said that she felt the anointing in the service, and these gentlemen uh, felt the Spirit, you know, felt something. And, uh, and, you know, one of the things I just wanted to point out, a couple of things. First of all, Tom here is an author, and I just wanted to... um, talk about a couple of things. Uh, he wrote a book called Poems for Life, which my mom loves and uses as a <coughs> devotional. He's um, got some really wonderful uh, poems in here. And then also you just recently released this book, Tracks, Trails, and Trouble, A Boy's Small Town Adventure in the 1950s and 60s by Tom Hollery. And Tom, uh, tell me what town you were raised in.
2: So it was a small southern Nevada town called Caliente and, uh as I've researched that city uh, for the book, there is so much Mormon influence uh, in that area. In fact, the, the that particular city, the, the LDS church was the largest church in that city. So all of the kids that I was raised around, they're pretty much gone to that church. Um, I didn't have too much influence from that church, uh, but uh, So I was going to the Methodist church just as a kid, and I probably only went about four or five times. My parents really didn't believe in in God or church, and so it wasn't a big thing to them, and so it wasn't a big thing to me. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, most of the... Steve and I have talked about this, but a lot of the school teachers that uh, taught us kids, they came from uh, colleges and universities out of Utah. So, I had a lot of moral influence in my life because of these teachers and uh, each one of them
0: made an impact in my life. Well, well. Um so first of all, these guys were totally unprepared to do this. <laughs> uh, underdressed, overdressed, I don't care what you call it. Uh we but they were really awesome for these two to come on. Um you know, it's just this channel has become a real blessing to a lot of people. A lot of people told me that this has become like they're uh, like almost like a ministry to them, which I was not expecting. This was meant to be a scholarly, secular channel, and it's moved in all different directions. And I'm really grateful and thankful to the Church of Jesus Christ, uh, to the community of Christ, to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, to the independent restoration movement and all the other uh, manifestations of the restoration that have made me feel at home. I just wanted to ask both of you to kind of just leave me some final impressions and maybe
1: final words you'd like to share with my audience. We'll start with you, Eddie. Um, I had not done any kind of investigation with the LDS church to any great degree. Um, So I found it interesting that there were, as in many mainline Protestant denominations, there were some isms and schisms and that they had uh, kind of divided up. And there was uh, this, you know, the main LDS church. And then there was this um, uh, Church of Jesus Christ. And I think there was another one that you mm-hmm. had mentioned. Yeah. So I found that kind of interesting. And uh, and I, as I said, I can't really comment on, on any of the other ones. But I did go to this one, Jesus uh, Church of Jesus Christ. I found the spirit of the living God to be present and among them. So I couldn't, I couldn't da- deny that.
0: Well, and this is the thing, folks. Uh, both of these my brothers here we're all what you could call spirit-filled Christians. So we believe that the gifts that manifest uh, in our modern time, we witness tongue speech.
1: Speaking well, of tongues. Well, there, yes.
0: So it's very surprising.
2: <laughs> very surprising, Tom. The, what caught me off guard was the amount of miracles that were talked about. In fact, Eddie and I were out in the lobby after the service, and there was a, a gentleman that had his son there, and he talked about how his son was healed of this tumor that was in him. Hmm. And uh, things like that, you you, you just can't deny. If, the, if there was a healing and it didn't come from a doctor and... Uh, God has got to get the credit so uh, that that just was surprising hmm.
1: I agree they believed in healing yeah. and they were hmm. quite eager to go and pray for one of their fellow members there who had fallen ill hmm. and he seemed to have had a, a very miraculous uh, recovery hmm. so uh, and this young man that um, Tom was speaking of was a neuroblastoma if you go I have a little bit of medical background but that, that's a that's a very unusual thing um, for him to have overcome. Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! wow that's so really I was cool. quite surprised. Wow!
0: <laughs> so one of the so now they were out in the foyer and I was in the, in the in the in with the congregation and the reason why they were huddling around them and probably huddling around me was well for me they were huddling around because I showed them uh, that special edition 1830 Book of Mormon that I received as a special gift which I'm gonna do an episode about that particular edition. Uh, Mr. Hall, uh, I want to thank you very much for sending that to me. And also a nine-pound uh, version of the Joseph latest edition of Joseph pa- uh, Smith Papers Project, where they actually had the original photos of the original manuscript. I want to thank the Church Historian Office, and Devin Jensen in particular, for making that happen. So, guys, uh, thanks for coming on. You're very welcome. Yeah, you're it was welcome. a very
1: interesting experience to go there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Enlightening. Enlightening. It was lightning. So you you
0: heard it here first, folks. So I just want to remind you to like and subscribe. Don't forget to hit the notification button for when a new uh, video comes out. You all have yourself a great day.